Hello, everyone, and welcome to Grow With Us. My name is Evan Barton, and I'm your host who helps create conversations with the innovators and leaders of a growing tech center in Tulsa, Oklahoma. The Grow With Us podcast highlights in Tulsa Talent's work, abridging Tulsa talent with tech opportunities and the revolutionary work around the city. In Tulsa's mission is to connect talented individuals and companies to stimulate economic growth in Tulsa and to create more prosperous communities across the region. Each episode, Grow With Us discusses the growth of opportunities, the growth of communities striving for change, or the tech and innovation that is changing the landscape of Tulsa. On this episode of Grow With Us, we are in conversation with Jessica Lloyd, a customer success manager at Fansub. We discuss her experience at the Holberton Software Engineering School, her love and passion for music, and how that blended into a great career opportunity at Fansub. Thank you for having me, Evan. I'm so happy to be here. Oh, yes, this is going to be such a great episode. Um, I met Jessica IRL last week. Yes, very true. <laughs> the pipeline yes. to getting on Grow With Us is really quickly. <laughs> but that's good. Hey, we like it ha- to happen fast over here. Yeah, of course. And and really, I, I met you and it was just like, oh, yeah, she needs to be on the podcast. We've got a lot to talk about. <laughs> exactly. And I have a lot to share. And you're a great person to speak with, too. So I have a feeling you're going to bring a lot out of me. So Thank this you. will be fun. You know what? That's kind of what podcasting is. Like, you know, I see something. I see a, a, a glimmer or, or something that I can dive deeper in. And now we're here to, to, dig, it up, to dig it up, I guess. Yes, <laughs> let's dive in then. Let's do this. Let's do it. Yeah. Um, first off, kind of tell us your story in whatever way you feel comfortable. Okay. So Jessica... Here, as um, Evan already said, I am a Tulsa transplant. I've actually lived here for five years. So I moved here from Los Angeles. And originally, I was just passing through. I was going to visit my mom, who had also recently relocated um, to stay with my older brother, who had moved here as well. So I was just passing through. I had my eyes on the East Coast, another big city. But having come from another big city, I knew, um, let me make this transition as wise as as wisely as possible, yeah. if you will. So Tulsa just seemed like a good place, one, to spend some time with my mom, not having not been able to spend like a solid amount of time with her since graduating high school, going to college, you know, and moving across the country after undergrad in Ohio. So I decided to stay a while, build up my freelancing uh, experience, you know, get a decent client base that would allow me then to go live in another big city in another city that was a high cost of living. Um, But as time went on and I got used to Tulsa and family, more family moved here as well. I decided to stick around a little bit longer to see what Tulsa had for me. And hey, maybe it could surprise me with as far as like, would I be happy here? Would this be some place I wanted to call a permanent or long-term home? Yeah, for sure. I mean, it sounds like that's kind of everyone's journey and kind of landing and and then thriving and i'm yes. glad this pit stop turned into a, a longer pit stop agreed <laughs> agreed because it's something you said thriving you know you land and you start thriving and it's like just been this awesome journey of like moving from surviving to thriving and mm. really being in an environment that is conducive for that and also like actively supportive yeah in helping you get to that place so yeah that's i mean that's the goal right that's what we all want and and i think that you need the community 
to help you get to, to thrive and, and think that maybe your family played a big part in that, hopefully. And that's definitely that's awesome. Definitely. So, you know, uh, I left home right at 18, graduated high school, went to college. Like that was my path. It was like very direct. And, you know, I grew up in Indianapolis, Indiana, and you just want to get out of town. You want to leave high school. Everybody has that itch. So I was very thankful to leave my hometown and um, explore the world and get the different opportunities I had to just see how people in different geographical areas operated. Yeah. But there's just something that is very beneficial that comes from being around family. It, because like you said, it is that very supportive community. Yeah. And so, you know, when you need to grow and you need a change, like there's no better space that you can be in, I think, than with family. So, uh, yeah. yeah. I, I live with my family. Yeah, so. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, there's it's a gift and a curse. Let's be real. Exactly. You know what I mean? Because, you know, you do that, leave home at 18, you come back in your 30s. It's like, OK, big brother and mom, mm-hmm. I'm not 18 anymore. Right. Exactly. Or we, we got to all yeah, get clear on. Where exactly. We're all at. <laughs> it's like, let's remember, I'm not a teenager anymore. You know, so exactly. but it's it's a it's fun. And thankfully, my mom and my brother we all love each other deeply and we know each other so well that yeah. we can laugh and joke about those types of things. Good. That's so good. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, this is kind of related to what you're just saying, but how is your relationship with Tulsa? You know, that you've been here five yes. years, like kind of how has it changed yeah. in, throughout those years? I think, um, you know, when I first landed in Tulsa, I was in Tulsa. I was looking for, I didn't know what I was looking for. I was Maybe standoffish, I had like maybe a perception just based off of the state of Oklahoma, right? And this is what Tulsa would be like. I didn't know what was going on in Tulsa, but it really pleasantly surprised me. People were like, it's such a culture shock. That's the first thing I hear from Tulsans when they hear that I, you know, moved here from Los Angeles. But I tell them it's a pleasant culture culture shock. Good. It's like everybody's so nice in a startling kind of way. Like I just yeah. remember uh, somebody talking to me at a Walmart when I first walked into it. And I wasn't expecting it. I was in my own world thinking everybody would be in their um, own world as well. And then somebody just popped into my world to like, offer me some advice on saving money on like what product I could choose instead. And so mm. it was just like. People are so nice. Like they actually care about your well-being and it's they're not looking for something on the other end of it. They're like, let me just give you this advice. Let me help you out here. Yeah. And you can go along your way and you just meet a really nice and cool person. So I will say that my I I, I love Tulsa. I, I'm not ashamed to say that. You know, people are always like, what? You love Tulsa? I really do love Tulsa. I feel like Tulsa is like welcome me with open arms. And that's a big deal. You yeah. know, you want to feel like a space is welcoming to you and that there are people here that care about you, want to get to know you. Um, so I really do enjoy Tulsa. It's a space that's grown on me the more I learn about it, too, the more yeah. people I meet. So I, I love it. I think it's been, you know, this beautiful relationship. I've always like if Tulsa will have me, I'll stay. That's uh, what I say. And so yes. I feel like Tulsa has like invited me in with open arms. And so I'm speaking for Tulsa and saying we'll always have you. Thank you. <laughs> I will stick around too. I plan on. Hey, this is home base yeah. as far as I'm concerned. So I, I love what you brought up about like a culture shock because um, I mean, this being my home, I get culture <laughs> shock everywhere else. I get yeah, it's like... <laughs> that L.A. culture shock. I'm like. <laughs> 
and your it, it was in your anecdote too is the same scenario where you're like, oh, I was expecting people to be this way and they weren't. I it, was I would have been on the flip side. Like normally people are trying to butt into my business and help yeah. me help me make a decision, but in LA nobody speaks to yes, you. Yes, exactly. They're like they're on a mission. Yeah. You know, they're in the grocery store. They don't want to there's no mm-hmm. conversations, no small talk happening mm-hmm. at Everyone's all. beeline to their objective. Exactly. Yeah. Everybody's got somewhere to be and they gotta go wait in traffic to get there. Exactly. So <laughs> well and, and and I mean the caveat and really just the difference between LA and Tulsa is that like <laughs> there it's just a slower way of life. Very and so you, so. you have time you might or you might have time and space to have that interaction and it not be like a huge drain for you too. Very true. I love that. Welcome change of pace. That's another thing I tell people mm-hmm. about Tulsa. They're like, oh, it's so much slower. And I'm like, no, this has been a very welcome change of pace. Yeah. The beginning of the month feels different. The end of the month feels different. And like you said, getting from one place to another, knowing that I do not have to rush so I can sit in traffic, Yeah, it makes a difference. And it spoils me. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Especially when I'm traveling, I'm sitting in traffic in oh, another yeah. city. I'm like, I will get off this car right now. <laughs> Let me just walk. Exactly. <laughs> I should have took the train. So yes, very there much so. There isn't a train to take. Yes. That's another one of my Yes. Things. Oh my goodness. <laughs> exactly. So whoo. Yeah. We, that traffic scarred. Oh, yes, for sure. No, I, I think that I think you brought up a lot of points that a lot of people love about Tulsa, and so I I, I don't I want to hammer them home as much as I can, but oh, also like. So. They are important for a lot of different reasons to a lot of different people, especially wherever, depending on where you come from. Exactly. The kind of transition into these things that we kind of, I mean, I could have potentially taken for granted before I moved uh, somewhere else and came back and been like, oh, this is what Tulsa (laughs) has to offer. And this is a unique thing that it's kind of hard to find, like especially that um, sentiment that we we talk about on this podcast a lot, the big city, small town vibes Mm -hmm. type of thing. And that plays a lot into your anecdote, too, of like, you know, it, it, there's enough things to do, but like people will still take the time. It's not too bit like, I don't know. We're kind of we're really going in there. But that's that's kind of where it all comes from for me. Agreed, because I feel like also I have not like missed a beat in experiences that I can nice. enjoy. So one thing I will say that I was concerned about the music shows, mm-hmm. for example, like in a big city, you can see a lot of different artists all the time. It's just like thriving arts communities. Like, you know, there's little neighborhoods that are specifically for arts. Right. Mm-hmm. So Tulsa has that, too. And they like these arts communities, these venues, they're all very thriving. So it is a very big town. I mean, big city, small town feel in the sense though that now i can go to these events and i can start to see the same people so i can really actually start to build a community around like the experiences that i enjoy so that's something that's hard to do in a bit in los angeles that's hard to do you're not going to see the same people every event most likely i mean i love that you brought that up because you and I had this moment before we started recording where you saw my new tattoo yes. that I just got. And you were like, oh my gosh, did you get a Faye tattoo at yes, Dreamland? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Shout out to Dreamland. Shout out to Dreamland. Shout I mean, let, let's kind of talk yes. about that a little bit because I think that it was such a cool, I mean, we're, we're coming fresh from it. Yes. Um, but basically what we're talking about is there was a music festival in Tulsa coincided with the Spark Summit at Holberton, mm-hmm. um, which Holberton is the software engineering school here that's been featured on the podcast. 
And we'll also talk to yes. Jessica about her experience at Holberton too. But it was just an, a, an awesome partnership of kind of like music, arts, technology, yes. innovation. And, you know, there was programming on Friday and and then music on Friday and Saturday. And yeah. those artists were out there in the heat. Literally, <laughs> I was out there with them working and even supporting an artist yes. uh, that ran the day party written Quincy. So awesome. the Cypher 120 day party. And it was very hot. We, yeah. didn't, we're, we were not anticipating that. So <laughs> yeah, I decided Ooh. to jump up into the yes. hundreds in uh, mid-September. Exactly. Whatever. Summer was letting us know that it was still summer and she was making her exit, her grand exit, <laughs> exit, grand opening, grand closing for sure there exactly. for summer. But yeah, I loved it. I mean, I honestly had a really great time at Dreamland this weekend. I had a great time at Dreamland as well. And just seeing, you know, going back to the question about my relationship with Tulsa, like I've honestly got to see Tulsa grow in the last five years, too, because I think in 2017, when I moved here, things like this were just ramping up. You know, I think Tulsa remote. I don't know its exact start date, but I really do think it started around that time frame. So you could see that. um the city was investing in entrepreneurs with these different incubators. I think mm-hmm. um, Kitchen 66 was happening. So wow. I'm like, okay, this city cares about entrepreneurs and small businesses. That's attractive, right? Yeah. Um, in addition, bringing back up the music, tying it to Dreamland now, um, World Culture Music Festival, you know, is also what Dreamland Festival was birthed out of. Yeah. And so that was one of the first things that I experienced here in Tulsa, looking for the music scene. Like, are there local music artists here? Do they yeah. do things? And so Steph Simon and the World Culture Music uh, crew, you know, they were always doing these festivals. So to see, you know, each year, each summer, um, to see that festival, to see what it became this past weekend was just so awesome and phenomenal and so it's a really a testament to the community and the intersections of the communities I think and how willing they are to collaborate with each other to do these like really great phenomenal things like you said this whole the whole street was blocked off like rural culture has never had a whole blocked off block before to the best of my knowledge yeah. okay so in and downtown it was, tulsa it was popping on friday it night it was there literally popping so in all different intersections like nobody probably knew holburton really existed there it's been in the press lately because yeah. of the annex opening and things like that but you know people are getting to see different spots of the community different resources as well that are open to them because essentially holburton is a resource to anybody that wants to change their life through technology so oh that was such a great segue (laughs) right nice little segue might have planned that just kidding oh i love it no i wish i I was that smooth (laughs) you are that was that was beautiful so thank you for sharing that too and i think you're so spot on and right let's kind of talk about that about holberton so you're a student there and what has your experience been like where and where do you planned ahead kind of after this program? So I definitely, I tell everybody, um, Holburton for me, um, which is funny, I learned about Holburton through the inaugural Spark Summit that happened last year. And so Dreamland and Spark Summit teared up for this next round. And it was at Holburton, of course. But I learned about Holburton through Spark Summit. Um, Libby was on a panel and a recent graduate, her name is Grace, were on a panel. And they just sold it in a sense that like, you know, if you believe in yourself, you want to, if you're curious in technology at all mm-hmm. and you believe in your ability to learn, try us out by trying to make by making your way through the application. The application will show you if you will be a successful student. So I 
went through the application process, made it through, got into Holburton. And, you know, it really made me believe in myself that I can learn tech, right? I can learn computer science and software programming. So I get to Holburton, we start. And honestly, to answer, to go back to answering the question, Holburton truly is a community for me. And Mm. it's been one of the most supportive communities that I've been in maybe since undergrad. And sometimes you wonder if you'll ever find situations like that where everybody is on like the same intellectual and professional pursuit. Yeah. Uh, maybe not the same. We're not going for the same roles. We don't all have the same purpose or ideas. Right. But we all have like the same like desire to intellectually pursue something. yeah. So there's a, a beautiful community that I was like tossed into, you know, and it goes back to that. If you have that community, your belief will go up, yeah. you know? So um, I feel like it's been a transformative journey um, where I've not only grown intellectually and I've not only learned new things as far as knowledge goes, but as a human being as well. You know, we were coming right out of the pandemic somewhat too. I started um, when I started. So it had been a while since we had gatherings, you know, with people and we were working in person and working on projects together. So it was also just awesome to be around people and relearn, honestly, like how you interact with humans in real life yeah, <laughs> now. Yeah, re- the reintegration it, process. Yeah. It, it was real and it's yeah. been a journey, but you know, um, it's also, uh, there's a lot of um, women in leadership positions at Holburton, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. So as a woman, it's great to be around other like boss women. Let me just put it that way. So that you way. can't help but like uh, that rub off on you, that yeah. energy rub off on you and empower you to, yeah, you can speak up. You can share your thoughts and your ideas as a woman. Like you should not be scared to speak up, even if you are one of two women in your cohort or whatnot. You know, that's they really want to see uh, the underrepresented identities in tech. And I think they back it up. So that's awesome. Oh, my gosh. I have so many, so many bits and pieces I want to add to and just comment on. But the first thing, I mean, I'll just back to the leadership uh, Holbert tonight. I mean, I love that. I love that that's like a residual effect yeah. of of seeing, you know, your identity is represented in leadership. That's so yes. it's so huge and also it's a important thing uh, specifically in kind of software engineering cuz that mm-hmm. space is so male dominated. Exactly. So I, I don't know. I just huge props to to Libby and Tori and all of the Agreed. all of the boss ladies at the whole Yeah, and they team. know it. Yes. Always. Um but I also, oh my gosh, you you verbalized something for me that I have so struggled with since I left undergrad was that like community. Yeah. Where am I going to find a community that is on, like you said, those same paths, uh, that same common goal where you get to, I don't know, you, you see like an even playing field to some degree, but also like mm-hmm. people are coming from so many different backgrounds. Exactly. But it is kind of an equalizer, like starting a new program where you're it has a start and an end date. So exactly. That that it's kind of gated by that way. But um, I don't know. It's it's so cool to watch that community grow with you also yes. because you're like other people are watching me like embark on this journey myself, but I'm also watching other people let this maybe change their lives. Exactly. I mean, that's that's so it's so awesome and, and kind of really like uh, probably the way that this became such a supportive community for you. Exactly. And that's 
that's awesome. I, I want I want that for me, but also like I'm so happy for you, yeah. but I will find it for me, trust. <laughs> it, it, and it's here in Tulsa, you know, yes. and like you said, you're in the ecosystem, so you will find it, yeah. you know, um, and you're right. And I to the point of like, it's all these different mindsets and thought processes that are coming, but we're all agreeing to jump in, dive in and find our way through and get to the finish line. So that's been so enriching, like just to know the different minds that are all trying to learn the same thing as me. And we're all doing that. It's like, it's a, we become a family almost in a sense, or we share an experience, a bond, you know? So even if it's not a family, I, I would say we really just share a bond that, it's unique, so I like that. Yeah, I, I like that you qualified that with it's not, it's not a family because I do think that there yes. are so many communities <laughs> that are like, we're all family. Yeah. Or like when you go to a job, it's like, this is your work family. Yeah. I'm like, uh, we don't gotta yeah. be family. Yeah, we don't. <laughs> Let's be a great team. Let's be like a exactly. super effective team and a community really because, yeah. you know, family, there's a sort of, you know, homogeny, if you will, mm-hmm. even in values, right? Yeah. Holburn has all sorts of different values and so does every workplace, you yeah. know, but that's a community. Like the community members themselves can hold different values, but that doesn't stop us from being a community. We mm-hmm. also have to live in this environment and make sure it's conducive for all of us to live happy, healthy lives. So... I'm, I agree completely on that. It's yeah. like, mm, do we want to be a family where there's this hierarchy depending yeah. on how you're raised, mm-hmm. you know, and how you can speak up? Or do we want to be like a community where we're all like we're super all empowered? empowered. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Oh, we had great the same minds word. think alike. I'm telling <laughs> you, it was meant to be. <laughs> I love that. Yes. Um, let's just, let's just keep the ball rolling. I, I'm really glad to, you know, one of the ways that I, or I guess, let me say this, the way that I was able to meet you was through, um, I serve as the alumni experience manager on the Intulsa team, so I help a lot of our placements, you know, kind of work into uh, their new job. If this is a new, if they're starting a new job, maybe it's their first time in the tech uh, industry, or maybe it's their first job in this um, like capacity or whatever. I get to support those people as they start this new journey, and so Jessica just recently started a new journey at a new career, um, working. And so you worked with Tulsa to get that opportunity. So do you mind kind of sharing with us how that process was? And what do you think was your key to success in finding this opportunity? I think um, my key to success was definitely being open, right? And to answer that question. But to get started, um, I feel like I first, the first step for me um, in getting this role was updating my LinkedIn, you know, (laughs) letting it be known that I was, you know, actively in Tulsa at Holbert and, you know, and open to roles. So I think that was probably a part of the process. And then, you know, being diligent about reading the different messages that would come in um, Noticing that I was being reached out to by a recruiting agency or a talent agency that also one important, most importantly, aligned with my beliefs. Right. Mm -hmm. And like giving back to the community, like the greater contribution that placing different people in different roles can do for a city overall. So um, that was interesting. I first um, was presented a role, told about a role it was for, but it wasn't necessarily aligned with where I wanted to go, like in tech, but it did align very much so with my past experience. So um, I still was willing to send my resume, staying open, of course, going back to like just being open to opportunity, being open to conversation and connection regardless. 
I winded up not being a role I wanted to apply for just because I wanted to be very focused about where I wanted to go professionally. I'm learning technology, software engineering. So it's like anything, I wanted my role to be more tech adjacent. Yeah. But I kept myself in the pipeline. And it's like, well, here's my resume. Profile was built for me. And then I was reached out to again about the opportunity with Fansub to be their customer success manager. So Crystal Green. Um, shout out. Shout yes. out to Crystal Green because <laughs> she is amazing. She, yeah. you know, um, and I. this is what really made me understand and see how much in Tulsa worked on our, my behalf and on our works on other people's behalfs is that I was reached out to via email and I was finishing up a project for Holbert and I was like, oh, I'll respond to the email in the morning. And it's also what showed me that this is not your normal recruiting agency. <laughs> so after the email, Crystal followed up with me via text about the position. Like, I wanted to know if you're interested in it. I sent you the email. And then in that conversation, you know, Fansub was able to see my profile and invite me to a first interview. So nice. uh, Crystal made that connection. It was like, let me got my first interview set. And I like to say the rest was history. It was a very, like, wow. quick hiring process that happened within about two weeks, you know, from Three weeks, actually. I know it doesn't always happen like this, but you know. Oh, God willing. I mean, that's, fingers it's, crossed, it's right? It's a hard process, and some. I mean, I'm good for fans yeah. to be able to get that done. Exactly <laughs> right. Small team though, startup. Yeah. You know, so I'm uh, full time hire number one, um, but the second hire. So that's awesome. Um, that's where it falls. So they're just they're moving in that rapid startup exponential growth yeah. um, pace. So, but that's how I. M- found out about in Tulsa, um, engaged with in Tulsa. For me, I will say what helped my experience truly was just being open um, to opportunity, Yeah, you know, remaining communicative. That's, you know, communicating well, yeah. you know, making sure I'm communicating back and forth with Crystal and putting my best foot forward, honestly, in my interviews wow. and just uh, doing my research based on the information that was given to me. So that's awesome. Yeah. No, you you touched on. Thank you for kind of okay, diagramming yeah, that process. Yeah, was, that was great. <laughs> that's the planner in me. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, that was great because I, I think one, it kind of, I don't know if we've actually had this perspective of kind of like how start to finish working with Tulsa is on the candidate side. So this mm-hmm. is okay, I love yeah. this. <laughs> so hopefully, and it's very, it's very great. It's positive. It's personable. You mm. know, it's very. You could tell it's genuine and authentic. You know, I feel like if you're on LinkedIn these days, you get recruiting emails probably all the time you know and some of them are vague right there was no vague communication between myself and in Tulsa like I knew exactly about the role and the opportunity and then I could make a informed decision about whether I wanted to apply and I love that it wasn't held against me that I didn't apply for the first opportunity that was sent my way you know it wasn't like I was moved down a pipeline of like oh this is not a warm lead for us you know so you know that's what sometimes I think about when I think about this you know the hiring recruiting agencies coming from Los Angeles especially you know Hiring is just everything is more competitive out there. Yeah. So no, that I think I think you touch on a really good point right there. And then also, I love I love your key to success being really just such a such a good a good note for a lot of people. And I, I understand it's kind of hard to get mm-hmm. to that point where you are open to a lot of things, yes. but that is just a great pl- place to be. Exactly. Being open to an opportunity is the only way that <laughs> it can kind of befall upon exactly. you. Exactly. Know? And sometimes you have to work to to earn that opportunity but sometimes i don't know just being open and enough to allow it allow it to work itself out or allow yourself yes. to find the way to do it that's 
not too much pressure or it's on your own timeline. Like, I don't know. You just being open is a huge it's a huge way to to get yourself in the right mindset. Agreed. And it's like that from the alchemist, um, the book. And so the universe will conspire in your favor, you know. Ooh. So I think like this whole journey has been one of those things, like whether you believe it or not, n- no matter where you fall on the belief spectrum, right? Mm-hmm. Like this experience has shown me like, oh, no, there are things conspiring in your favor. But you just have to be open. You just have to be ready. You mm-hmm. know, I feel like my whole Burton journey prepared me as well for in Tulsa. Yeah. You know, it put me in an ecosystem, in a neighborhood, in a community where I could be known you know my work ethic you know my character and just prepared me to be a great candidate for the role that i'm now in so it goes back to that supportive community them increasing my confidence truly you know like uh it was a it's holborn was a very empowering space is a very empowering space for me so that's awesome i think with starting there being empowered being open and Help me get to Intulsa, be ready for Intulsa, which got me to fans up as well. Oh, I love it. You're building your personal yes. legend. I read that book Try- too. Oh, I'm gonna read that. <laughs> but yes. No, there's oh, Alchemist. Yes, I am yes, exactly. <laughs> I need to reread the Alchemist. It's been oh, it's a few so years. good. You should listen yes. to the audiobook. Um it's voiced by the guy who originally voiced Scar and Lion King. So he's, he's uh Richard Armitage is his name. It's actually um, that would be a great voice for the Alchemist. It was, it was great. Actually. Um, so yeah, l- let me Listen just give you a little shout out and major congrats on your role at FanSub. Thank you. Um, this Thank is, you. That's so awesome. So kind of tell us a little bit about the company and the role and what you guys do. FanSub is an emerging tech platform that helps artists better engage with their fans, as well as any kind of creator engage with their fans, whether they're you're an organizer for an event or a venue owner. We're helping you engage with the community better that you work with so we put on a lot of shows in Tulsa select showcase at the Mercury Lounge which is one of our partner venues and we just had a party boiler room style party called react it's really big dance party with some of Tulsa's more popular house DJs and DJs around town at the Vanguard so they started in Atlanta relocated to Tulsa And they're at this point where they're growing the number of venues and they want to basically have somebody in place that can better liaise between our product, which is the platform, FanSub, and Mm -hmm. our stakeholders, which are our artists and our venues. So my role is basically to add value to their journey, um, whether it's a venue and say they want to learn how to better monetize their streams after the event. I can help teach and show them how to do that in addition to helping artists see how they can better engage with their fans as well as monetize their art as well. Oh my gosh, you got the sales pitch <laughs> down. She said, this is not my third week out here. Yeah, but it is my third week out here. <laughs> it is my third week out here. But I also believe in it, you yeah, know. of course. Having the background in the music industry, what I really love artists. I really love yeah. creatives. I always you know when i learned what a patron of the arts was back in rome like you know artists really lived off of people supporting them yeah so like the mozarts and everything like they needed people in power to say no this is an important thing we need in our culture and our society so since my skill sets are more lean towards admin things like that it's like how can i help artists then you know live their life doing what they love and getting their purpose out there which for them is creating art whether it's visual or musical so 
it's just something I'm passionate about. So I like might that I might be that. why it's like very natural for me to say like, oh, I want to help artists better engage with their fans yeah. because that's how a local artist um, can increase their discovery. It's how they can really make a living off of their art, you yeah. know. So that's awesome, and I think every artist can recognize that they need people like that. Yes, or, and and now to have like a an organization or I guess a company that yeah. can help them do that better. Exactly, that's awesome, and that's going to leverage technology to do that. So. Let's work on you and, you know, but you get to reap all the benefits and learn so much more about your community and the people that are actually listening to your art. Yeah. You know? Oh, so. this is awesome. I, yeah. I love it. I love it. Everyone should go download Fanta. Yes, um, if you're Especially if you're in Tulsa. Um, you got all of the things that Jessica just mentioned. Exactly. We Access have to artists, new things coming up, events, all of that. All of it. Shows every month. You would love it. So discover a new venue. Discover a new artist. Definitely check out Fansub dot live go to our website you can explore events near you and you can also like you like evan mentioned download our app and we can send you uh, different notifications about when events that you're interested in and different artists you follow are coming up awesome i got one last question for you let's talk about i mean i, th- I think this is also super relevant to you know your work at fan sub too but like how can tulsa continue to contribute to your future goals Tulsa has won me over, you know, they really have. I don't know. Maybe I was just looking to be won over by a new city after L.A., but, you know, it definitely has won me over. Um, I feel like I found community. I find friends, right? But onboarding into the city, if you will, and maybe this is specific to me because, as I mentioned, family is what brought me out here initially, and that was, like, the core of my existence for, like, the first year and a half being here. So I would say Tulsa... If Tulsa recruited more people that were like me um, and my identity, whether it's culturally and the things I like to do, you know, you know, I like to go out on a Tuesday night every now and again or yeah. Wednesday night still. Like I have that that kind of freedom and wiggle room and my responsibilities. I feel like people that are still looking for hip and cultural things to do in their hometown. Yeah, That's something that Tulsa could do. I want to see Tulsa keep growing. I want to see its millennial population. Is that a bad word? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> keep growing. <laughs> you know, I want to see people from bigger cities moving to Tulsa and experiencing this um renaissance if you will of like what we can assume a city is like or a geographic location is like just based on where it's placed at in america i I would love to see more people coming and getting the same middle america culture shock that i got when i came to tulsa it's like oh it's not what maybe the media has shown me or what like a quick google search might tell me like there are actually real people here and I think it's in that culture shock, it's in that surprise that we get when we move here where we start getting more innovative and like real innovation and collaboration really starts to happen. So Ooh, Yeah, no, that was, I love that answer. And I think it's so true because really, I, I like the idea that we want more people to come here and experience it and get that culture shock that it might not be what you think it is. Exactly. Because I think that we've, I mean, just this past year, we've had, um, I've been kind of, around a lot of people that are having their first time experiences here in Tulsa and they are shocked. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they are like, oh, I didn't realize it was gonna be like this. Mm-hmm. And and that can be good or bad or whatever. They can it can be whatever is is personal to the person. But a lot of people have been like this isn't what I thought it was in a good way. In and a great way. That's yes. awesome. So I want to, I mean, just shouting that out because I think it's a it's a good point to make. Just bring more people here to to experience life in a different way. That's, exactly. That's kind of all we want. 
a lot of people have to get a stamp in their passport to do that, but mm-hmm. really you don't have to travel that far. It's a short flight. Yeah. And the airport is amazing. Yes. Yeah, it's so nice sh- and small and smooth yes. travels. <laughs> yes. We're about to get a New York flight too. I'm so excited yes. for that. One way. <laughs> Look, if you're on the West Coast, you already got that. That one way ticket between Tulsa and LA is very nice. Very nice uh short trip. Always a nice price too. So oh, yeah. yeah. It's a but the airport, any airport that you can get through security. From the door to your gate in 45 minutes, including getting through security. That's a winning airport for yeah, me. Yeah, something to shake a stick yeah, at right there. Exactly. <laughs> so, Jessica, this has been an amazing conversation. This has been so, so much awesome. Fun. Thank you for um, having me. Thank you for being here. Is yes. there anything else that you want to leave our Grow With Us audience with or kind of... Um, I don't know if anyone wants to chat with you or get to get connected. How can they find you? You can find me on LinkedIn, Jessica Elaine Lloyd, but Jessica Lloyd, that's one L. <laughs> so little uh, special spelling of the last name. So LinkedIn's always a great way to reach me. You can catch me at any fan sub event around town. Of course, now, you know, um, and otherwise you just find me. I'm here. Um, you can find me on social media. I'm not really on there that much as, you know, networking would go, but LinkedIn, perfect place email through fan sub as well so but thank you for having me keep growing tulsa you know keep being open oh i love it thank you so much jessica thank you thank you so much for being on this episode of grow with us um for our listeners join our talent network to stay in touch with our future jobs and opportunities at in tulsa by visiting talent.intulsa.com that's talent.intulsa.com by joining our talent network you will get access to our newsletter where you can stay up to date with our latest career advice featured opportunities with Intulsa partner companies, and our placement success stories. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify to be notified when more episodes of Grow With Us are released. Let us know what you think about how we're doing by rating and reviewing. Huge thank you to our editors at Rant9 Production and Jesse Ulrich. This has been Grow With Us. Grow with us.